Oh yeah, it's time for future balls. We're running out of balls. We need more topics. Yeah, no. Oh, Nathan Waters. And that's Tristan Green. <laughs> that's Tristan. And uh, <laughs> I've, I've dropped it off the table, one of the balls. But I think we have them now. And two fell off the table. Okay. They can be our first two then. Do, do, do. First one what is... Are, one of these days we'll stream this out and you'll see the actual bingo ball machine we have. It is pretty damn awesome. Pretty damn awesome. Ooh. Authoritarianism. Okay. <laughs> Just casual. <laughs> Just <laughs> casually throw that in. Now, how is that going to be with the... Political systems. Well, that doesn't work, does it? We're getting something new. <laughs> <laughs> With this one. Ooh, nootropics. Governance. <laughs> <laughs> nootropics combined with authoritarianism. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to expand it to like biohacking and in general, like, you know, using drugs. Drug. Yeah, drugs. Yeah, drug them into conformity. Well, yeah. That'd be sweet. So I guess that's... That's the, the first place to go, right? Is you just think, cool, they have to totally obey you. And like, you know, you're, to, you're pure authority. You're a pure fascist. Like you, you are in control. So what do you do next? You now have everyone totally doing what you say. You don't have to worry about people challenging your power. You have total control. I know, I know, I know. Okay, what do you do? Two, two girls at once. <laughs> Holy shit, man. They could like chop and dig at the same time. <laughs> chop, chop, dig, dig. <laughs> Two girls, man, while you lie in the hammock. <laughs> they do yard work. It's a Simpsons. You and I reference. are thinking of very different things. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, let, let's go fully dark with this. I, uh, we haven't gone super dark for a fully while. Dark. And I think this is, this could be really fun. So you're a you're a full on authoritarian. And you have total control of your society. You've got them all drugged up, like doing it. They don't even think about rebelling. What do you do next with them? Like you can feed them any drug that you want. You're populous. So experiments. Well, yeah, experiments or a, maybe like maybe, go hardcore Japanese ooh, wartime unit. on them. <laughs> unit seven thirty one or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We we could also uh, stratify it as well, right? So let's just say you uh, create a pill that makes people really muscular and strong, like meth, right? Let's just say you pump a whole bunch of people who are doing physical work, just jack to the gills on full-on meth. And like they're like colony. just working nonstop. Yeah, like an ant colony. You can have worker ants and you can have like the smart ants. and Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so you've got all these drugs to actually turn people into these different, um, these different roles. Full-on caste system, right? Caste? Yeah. Caste, yeah. And so then you've got like, say you're a, you've got your scientists that you're pumped full to try and make them as smart as possible to come up with different things, but you'd still have to restrain them somehow because you can't have them coming up with thoughts to challenge your rule. Oh no. Explosives in their heads. Aha! There you yeah. go. <laughs> One of your pills is secretly explosive. Like out of all of them that you keep on taking as it passes through you, you think, yeah, we're watching you. Don't you yeah. try and disarm it because there's another one. <laughs> the camera watching you take the pill every time. Good go. Okay, so what, what could be some other things you'd want in the society? You've got what nootropic could you actually use? We've got you can increase um, intelligence, increase like you know you pretty much have everyone just on meth, right, or some type of amphetamine. If you don't really care about the longevity of your people, you know once they get to fifty or so, they start slowing down. You know, you just get rid of them. Make sure they have to have as many kids as possible to you know just keep on pumping out the workforce. Get the kids drugged up. There we go. <laughs> 
They'd probably start dropping dead at like 30 though. Like mm. there'd be a sweet spot. full of meth every day. <laughs> <laughs> there would definitely be a sweet spot. There we go. We could do the sciences. That could be the first thing they could work on. Work out like, you know, where the supply and demand of meth to productivity actually works out to longevity. <laughs> this is how much well, they need. He's not, like, I guess like, so say if you think of someone like North Korea, like they're very insular. But mm. what if you actually did it where it's like, no, you want to win the whole global game. Oh, like you okay. want to win global capitalism, basically. Yeah, right. So, you, so you've got an entire population where you like have full control over them. But like you're obviously what you want them to do is just like own everything. Like you just yes. want them to like dominate. Um, so being the most productive, like if they're, if they're using capitalism, let's not go war. War's kind of boring in this regard. But it's yeah, full on. Pure economic and pure economic. political power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. So it's being the most productive as possible and not caring about any health of any of the... Uh, unless it could help them get, you know, more productive later on. Yeah. So, so it's no some, recreation time. No pure, recreation like, time. Like yeah. minimum sleep and all waking hours are just purely mm-hmm. on working and, and no inefficient, no bullshit jobs. Like yep. everything's purely aligned. Pruning um, anyone from society that doesn't actually contribute at a maximum level. If you are consuming more than you're contributing, you are pruned yeah. <laughs> and gotten rid of. There is no old age. There is no retirement. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> As a child. There'd be, there'd you would, be healthcare. You'd there have would be, universal healthcare. Absolutely. Like, but yeah, absolutely universal healthcare. Yeah. And well, kids would start are working way earlier, I think. You wouldn't need to worry yeah. about, you know, oh, you're 25, you finally got your bachelor's degree. No, you've been working for 15 years at this point. Like, you've been oh, yeah. contributing. So there would be no universities. Like, that's a waste mm, of time. Absolutely. You would learn on the job. Yeah, like, yeah. There'd be um, get apprenticeship them models. Four. Like, yeah. Four-year-olds go into the workforce and just start learning on the job. They become apprentices and then they yeah the skills and then yeah. yeah why do they need to learn all this other extracurricular stuff i mean with a lot yeah. of it like learning a language might actually be a waste learning mathematics might be a waste if you are just going to be in the minds or controlling a machine say if you're just trying <laughs> <laughs> you are just down in there right four-year-old in minds again <laughs> <laughs> oh god so going but then so the big thing is about exports so like you want to Mm. Would, would exports be the major thing? Like, obviously, like, China has kind of dominated now through exports, but they've won economically, but they also haven't won culturally. culturally. Well, see, that's a big... That's a questionable thing as well, because um, uh, intellectual, uh, like, IP, it's, uh, like, technology. The most valuable companies in the world now are all technology firms, mm. and that is harder as an authoritarian to demand them to come up with other cool... <laughs> things you can't just kind of like whip innovate them to, yeah innovate <laughs> make this Be algorithm faster think outside the box <laughs> yeah this ux is terrible <laughs> fix it up <laughs> oh man okay so how could you maximize that as an authoritarian you want to maximize your intellectual property your innovation because yeah that's really it. like if you're just exporting shit anyway Someone could come along, automate it, and another, another culture would win. So I guess you want to, you want to maximize innovation and play and exploration and science, but mm. still inside a authoritarian box. <laughs> I am totally dominating all of the meat. The, you could con- control all the information that gets fed to them, but then that still doesn't allow you know, new thoughts bubbling up because you're controlling the thoughts that go in. I guess. 
Yeah, the autocrats I guess you just dilemma. You do what China does now. You just selectively censor like anti-government memes, mm. but while allowing the other memes to flourish, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess you could, uh, <laughs> again, like China, not trying to pick on China here, but again, like China, you could kind of say, hey, this isn't beneficial for society. We'll just wipe out all of that. Microtransactions, they're all gone. Gambling, all of that. No, yeah. totally gone. Anything that's not productive in this society, it's gone. No consumerist shit. Like, yeah. No talking about like which brand of sneakers you should buy. Like, that's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of the, the influences and stuff on that. No. <laughs> this yeah, is. No. <laughs> You could do that for a little bit, but no, this is going into. Hmm. And then you want to like, like I, I, I love what China has done over the last couple of decades where they're basically like, because they became the, the factory of the world type thing that just gave them immense power. Um, just mm. purely based on like exports. <laughs> and yeah. now they're able to wield that power by like, they go to countries and they say, Oh yeah, we'll we'll loan you some money to like build some infrastructure in your country that you will never be able to repay. And then when you can't repay it, we'll be like, oh, okay, well, maybe just give us that piece of land or that port or <laughs> stuff like that. Like, it's such a brilliant way to start dominating, I guess, like the the geopolitical landscape. Well, they iterated on the American model, like you know the IMF and all that, all the predatory loans and stuff. For the, yeah. <laughs> I, th I think the Americans or the sorry the the global Western nations. Um, I don't think they the, kept it. When the like West does it, it's good. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Was a, Are we the baddies? <laughs> I know it's, it's a very similar thing. I just feel like China let them keep more of it. I'm, I'm not an expert. It was, I just read the book. Um, was it Confessions of an Economic Hitman? Way, way back. Ooh, okay. Really good book. But it's it exactly the same thing. You're getting countries into predatory loans and fucking them over that way. China's like, oh, we can do that. It sounds good. <laughs> Hey, uh, so going back to this authoritarian thing, though, the more we actually start talking about it, uh, the more I'm realizing that if you actually want to be an autocrat and win at, you know, creating uh, software, creating, you know, innovation and all of that shit, you'd still need, like, say, play. You still need all of these little things. Like, so being super brutal, as we came up with the, earlier on, that only works with more of the manual stuff. But as you start using your brain, you start needing that play. Like, we couldn't just eliminate all of the... Playtime, but we're also pairing this with drugs. We are pairing it with drugs. That's true. <clears throat> so, mm, so Adderall, permanent Adderall for everyone, right? Yeah, I mean, we we could have people working like twenty hours a day, but just loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> everyone on ecstasy and Adderall mixed together. I and don't even know like the latest playing. stuff. And they are playing, I guess. Yeah. Hey, well, so here's the thing, because we are talking about drugs as well. Um. <laughs> Why do the if we're controlling all the information that gets into them, but then you say pump them full of LSD and mushrooms and anything else that like alters your brain? There you There's go. Your right? innovation. There's yeah. your innovation. Rapid innovation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have dedicated people. It's like, oh, it's a Wednesday again. Time to get pumped full of LSD and see if that helps. <laughs> LSD time. <laughs> <laughs> the other oh, thing man. you could do as well is like, um, you could have like forced conferences type thing mm. if that makes sense so like if you're monitoring all the memes that are flowing around in the, in the system and you're yeah tracking it all then you could be like you could start running like having ai place people in the same location um for their lsd day <laughs> <laughs> and and you get them into the same room and you just have them like yeah. just interact with each other like because right now like conferences are very much like uh well so many of them the, like these days are basically like vertically integrated or like if that makes sense like 
It's like, oh, it's a conference for this topic or this topic. And rarely do they ever intermix. But if you had a system where it's like, it tells you, no, you have, you, 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 and you have to be in this room at this time um, on this day and you have to take LSD. Like, (laughs) and it's just, yeah, yeah, that would speed things up. And then you, because you're monitoring the, all the meme flow, you could be like, okay, well, here's what those people were saying and talking about beforehand and we've got it all recorded and we've mined it all. Yep. And then we put them in the room, gave them the LSD and now we're like monitoring, you know, that whole thing was recorded and then we're monitoring what they're saying afterwards and monitoring all their memes. And Hells you're, yeah. like, you're like mining your populace for like memes, for useful memes. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. You, you find out who the best meme producers are and just, yeah, you're forcing them together. And you could do it like nonstop. So you could, like what you're saying, running data algorithms over at, analyzing all the memes that actually get produced and you can just keep on building and building and building and building and working out who's actually useful, who's actually producing new interesting memes at these conferences and saying, cool, you're going to this one next week yeah. <laughs> and you stuff them together. <laughs> so what oh, I'm hearing... It becomes the new, the new gulag of just conference rooms with LSD. <laughs> so what I'm That's hearing fuck. is uh, for the next Future Balls one, we, uh, we need to take LSD, right? <laughs> <laughs> terrifying because we aren't already on it yeah we'd go off topic so quickly yeah, we really <laughs> would i like this idea of a gulag conference it's a conference under duress <laughs> that's wonderful oh okay we should add in the third ball <laughs> ah two came out fuck okay it is dun 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 neurotech <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Just add a whole another layer of terror on top. Of <laughs> so okay, everyone gets a Neuralink as well, so we get to control their entire reality. Holy <laughs> shit! How do we? Okay, no need so... to let them. No, like you can inject memes literally into their heads. Yeah. Like oh. literally, just like you, you, every every human just becomes uh, a neuron in your neural network at that point good god like so imagine say a kid gets to 8 or 10 or something you just flood well ever since they're born right you've got the Neuralink installed in them you're just putting in exactly what you need into their head and like you know if they die or if they don't produce like oh we know what we've learned wrong with this one we'll do it again on the next one we'll just keep on going they keep they don't even need to die like imagine the kid gets to 8 and they're like well we we tried to make them a uh, uh, a bio hacker but they're pretty shit at that for some reason. So let's just like wipe that kid and just like, let's just make them like a, a carpenter or something. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you just reprogram and they wake up the next day and they're like, I am now a carpenter. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll go wander off down over there. I know what I'm roughly doing. What's the next level after drugs? Because <laughs> I mean, what are the drugs doing? They're just modifying your mind. So you get into neurotech, you get to that point that you can't even control your own thoughts. Yeah, or memory or... Or memory yeah. or anything, yeah skills like it's just it's a blank slate to just rewrite how you please oh, it's so evil holy moly but doable that's the scary thought holy yeah, like, shit maybe maybe this decade <laughs> god well i hope it's not this decade next but, yeah next. could have been next year. say a hundred years or even like even if you say oh let's go really far out oh a thousand years what's that a blip on the time scale of anything yeah. there's no reason why that can't be you just society so you're not we are absolutely not the dominant life form on that planet at that point like the autocrat whoever was designing this system i don't even think they would be 
like, you know, the highest level right there. The system would take on a mind of its own. It'd have to. You couldn't control that at such a wide level. If they took over the Earth, let's say they won the capitalistic game, right? Yeah. No way. What would it, what yeah. would it optimize for? If it, if it got mm. out of the control of the autocrat, mm-hmm. what would the uh, system optimize for? Well, yeah, would it still be optimizing for innovation and new ideas? Because if it's already won, why does it need that anymore? What would it want? More resources yeah, is, to grow? What does the hive mind want? What does the hive mind want? <laughs> to grow, I guess. It's always to not die. There we go. That's a that's a definite. Um, yeah. And I think so it, that's pretty simple. It is pretty simple. So if it doesn't want to die, that means that it would still it would probably want to grow that. I don't think it'd want to lock down and just not do anything and just exist in stasis. Maybe. Yeah. Um I don't know. What what are some what are some other things here? Because you know, it's the whole it's getting into the paperclip optimizer thing, but that's boring. Like wh- where else could we go with that? Yeah. Or even the computation thing, like that's mm. what, we always just naturally evolved to these like Oh, it'll just want to turn the planet into computronium. But yeah, like how we don't know what it would want. What? No, and there'd still be steps before then. So this is an evil way of getting there, a hor- horrific, awful way of getting there. How would that be different in the end game compared to a really positive way of like pure human flourishing, of a eudaimonia, of everyone coming together and being excellent and working perfectly in pure harmony? And then they become the system and then they want to optimize to become computronium again. So like there, there must be some differences there, right? Must there? Is this where ethics and morals and all that just breaks down? Like, oh man, a thousand just years. Don't exist. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was thinking too, like this evil approach to get to the hive mind mm. is, is probably faster. It will, yeah. <laughs> and yes, there'd be suffering, but maybe because it's faster, there'd be less suffering. Yeah, less suffering the, in the grand scheme. On net, <laughs> if you look back. <laughs> can I say this? Oh, in a recorded fuck. fashion? <laughs> yeah, that's there forever. Because oh, I man. have heard a few, like, you don't know that's how China's going to play out, but I have heard a few times that China's end goal is like a socialist utopia. Mm. Um, that's kind of what they say they're planning on doing whether it will work out that way but well yeah right yeah if you have to struggle so, a bit now and you actually get there faster yeah. so authoritarian is is good then <laughs> <laughs> and we should double down on it <laughs> I, I mean there's no flaw in our reasoning we perfectly predicted exactly what's going to happen nothing can upset yes. that so therefore uh, it was snug like... me in daddy <laughs> <laughs> Elon daddy uh, yeah, well, so what would Fuck be some of the... There'd have to be a, a balancing force, I feel, at some point. Or would there be a, like... Because once it's totally in control of, say, the entire planet, there's no other geographic force that could act on it to try and keep it in check. It'd be, like, say, civil war from within. But then, if say, if you're the perfect autocrat and you stop that, but then if you did want to get as fast as possible, maybe you need those multiple competing things. Keep it all. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting thought. Like if you do get to a point where you've, you've won, like you've mm. got no other enemies, no other competition, do you just split the hive mind in two and just be like, okay, now there's two. Yeah. And now they compete. Yeah. So you just, art, you just artificially create like, I mean, like the whole convolutional neural network competing thing yeah yeah adversarial adversarial network yeah yeah um would you just 
create that like if you get to a perfect utopia you're like well this is not good like we're not going anywhere so you just create like artificial competition <laughs> artificial enemies well, yeah uh, see I, it's giving up power though hey so like maybe i wonder if that'd still be a drive if say the system totally you know control the earth and all of that if they would still want to give up control because that'd be mm. like i guess that's incredibly ultra uh altruistic at this point is that you're hoping that the society and even if it's not yours grows to be bigger yeah because you're really saying that I can't uh, that as the system you can't find the answer yourself that you need the conflict which I guess people do that now like they you know go and train like just yourself like if you, you put yourself in challenging situations and think that hey I'll be able to get through this so maybe a system would do it too yeah but is, is conflict a necessary part of growth or is that just our evolutionary conditioning? Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I'd say you know, adversary is... Well, new idea? No, okay, no, I wouldn't agree with any of that. Because, like, Star Trek always talks about how they're, like, beyond primitive competition and rivalry and enemies and stuff like that. Like, I wonder if that's a truism yeah. or, like... Do we do we venture into the stars and we find like other more intelligent beings who are just like the moment they see us they're just like oh fuck yeah someone to compete against <laughs> yeah like, enemies even though you know <laughs> maybe the uh, they might be friendly and intelligent maybe it's not in uh, say like enemies and stuff that we need it's more problems so, uh, novelty something that needs to be solved or understood there's a lot of things that we don't. That I think problems are necessary to growth because otherwise it's just there in front of you and you don't, well, where can you go, right? But if there's something that you don't, can't explain or understand or there's an obstacle, then by overcoming that, maybe you're growing there. So another force, another, say, alien that you're meeting, they could be like treated like a foe, but it's also, say, the Star Trek approach by how do we diplomatically in- integrate them within our society? Because that's still another, that's still... It's not competition, but it's still problems of how you can get those cultures meshing. Yeah, yeah, you merge them. I, I wonder too, like, uh, like say the quest for knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like, is the quest for knowledge a another like universal trait? Yeah, good point. Or is it only again driven by our evolutionary biases? Because like our, our quest for knowledge now is pretty obvious because we know that like if we gain new knowledge, it'll probably improve our lives. Like, there's some direct benefit to us, but I wonder at what, like, perhaps there's a point where the quest for knowledge doesn't really improve your species' lives or longevity or progress that much. And so it just becomes like a, what's the point? But then is that when you hit stasis and you're just like, fuck it, we've, like, got enough knowledge now, we're done, and then... It's kind of like... That's the end of history. (laughs) Yeah, it's the end game of evolution, the end game of um, uh, computation, right? I've, I've always thought in the back of my head that it's a like evolution always tends towards complexity and complexity is more computation and more computation allows you to respond to change better like you know that's why you get bigger and bigger and do all that stuff but once you've got enough there must be a critical mass where adding or even doubling or quadrupling in the amount of compute yeah computation you have it doesn't change so maybe you are right maybe that is the end of evolution is the driving force maybe that's the the great filter right all these planets have reached the pinnacle of evolution it's just now we're good We've computed it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the, the universe is way, way easier to solve than we think. Yeah. That's why there's <laughs> no aliens. 
Yeah, it comes out as like one. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, yeah. it's a one or a zero. <laughs> yeah, you're like, cool. This is the answer to everything. There's no point in exploring because you know what's out there. It's just it's one. Yeah, the other thing you could it's do one. is it could just like become an inf- like like the universe is infinitely expanding. Like it could just become an infinite fractal mm. computation. So it's like. Okay, we've we've solved the the computation at this level, but then that's just like an input into a, a higher level fractal, and so it's just never ending. Yeah, yeah. like um, like I I was listening to a, a podcast recently that had Susan Blackmore on there with the the memes streams stuff, mm. and she had this really cool th- thought. Like, so obviously she's, she's talking about like streams where like technology based memes where they're kind of like um the meme machines aren't humans anymore; they're technology creating the memes, mm-hmm. and obviously in our society right now it's really hard to define when that point is um because it doesn't seem like it's that today like at the moment uh, Mm. all the memes are still created by humans but more and more if you think of like our computing infrastructure on the planet and the internet like more and more every day there's a lot of computation happening inside black boxes Mm. um where no human understands what's happening and you know you think of like ai and neural nets like those are perfect examples of black boxes so one one prediction she made on this podcast she was like well at some point maybe we'll just keep exponentially adding more and more computing infrastructure but we won't really know why we're adding it Uh like the system like the internet would be demanding us to add more cpu more gpus more uh, storage like more and more and more infrastructure but we won't actually know why we're doing it like we won't know (laughs) to what end yeah how that will change things we we just kind of have this trust that oh it's going to make the black box better we don't know how, yeah. but it's going to make it better, though. And and maybe yeah. at that point, maybe that's an indication that the dreams have actually taken over because it's like that's clever. The it, they're still using us to add more and more computation, but like it's to power the dreams, which are doing all the yeah. <laughs> that's where we're regulated to this <laughs> the lower role. It's like you're just here to support yeah. the machines. <laughs> just just care about the yeah. You're the plumbing. Through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> add like more that. plumbing, please. Oh man, there you go. Plumbing is the answer. More plumbing. More plumbing. Oh. Authoritarianism. Well, did did we cover everything there? Oh, we could go far more evil, I think. <laughs> I have to we do didn't that maim anyone. One. There was no maiming involved. No, exactly. Well, I mean, we wiped people's thoughts and made them into you know, something else after they failed being a biohacker. So. But they didn't get maimed. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't know you about it. You wipe a hard drive. You don't feel sorry for the <laughs> hard drive, do you? Yeah, exactly. Why are we putting out? Why why are we personifying people? <laughs> Unless you draw, if you draw a smiley face on the hard drive and then you wipe it, then you're yeah, you're yeah. fucking evil. Yeah, if you name it Steve and you do that, just shocking. Steve, Steve the hard drive. <laughs> and then after that, he's called John. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> where's Steve? <laughs> Uh, cool. Now, that would be an ultimate thing. Make make uh, sentient hard drives. <laughs> <laughs> it's another of the autocrats' tools, right? It's like, we will wipe you. <laughs> you better operate well. Don't you dare flip a bit. Uh, oh, fuck. Cool. Oh, well, let's leave it there. Sweet. Yep. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> See ya.